Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody. After whew, what a, an amazingly weird, weird show. Um, UFC partner, uh, Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad. Let's hit that intro. So, before we get into the main card, let's quickly run through uh, these uh, the prelims. Uh, before that, though, obviously, I am Mags, and oh, forgive me, people, I am absolutely knackered today. Uh, it's been a long, hard day. Anyway, I am Mags, uh, with me, as always, my son, Carlos. Carlos, how are you? I think I'm a mad baby, I'm going to tell you that you're on the song, but yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's mental, just been such a long, long day. Anyway, let's get through these prelims quick time. Uh, we started the, the card with uh, Matthew uh, Semmelsberger getting a 16-second knockout, knockout of Jason Witt. Uh, then we got a decision in the women's strawweight with uh, Jin Yu Frey uh, getting the, the, the victory over Gloria Dupont. Um, first uh, televised match was JJ uh, a decision against Cody Case in the flyweight division. Uh, then another decision in the lightweight with uh, Nazra Hakparas picking up the victory against uh, Rafa Garcia making his debut. Um, Bantamweight division next, and we got a finish with um, Rani Yaya picking up the sub against uh, Ray Rodriguez. And then a third round KO for Charles Jordan doing it, uh, doing some real uh, real numbers uh, against uh, Marcelo Rojo. And then the feature prelim, Angela Hill finally got to break that strawweight record uh, fights against Ashley Yoda, picking up a second victory against Ashley uh, with a second round decision. So going on then to the main card, and we started with a uh, 
Eric Anders taking on Darren Stewart, very English heavy card today. London known Darren Stewart, uh, the dentist. And uh, yeah, this show starts how it means to go on, Carlos, because uh, it was a rule, a no contest after an illegal knee by Eric Anders on Darren Stewart. So uh, again, into the action, uh, I think I thought that Stewart started brightly. Um, started with uh, the outside leg kicks. Uh, it was uh, tagging Anders with shots. Um, you could tell that Anders didn't like the uh, the power that Stewart that Stewart had, and he was able to uh, to basically tie up against the fence, needing him in the gut. Uh, it was a little bit of back and forth. Uh, Anders was was really trying to uh, take the the fight to the ground because he just couldn't hang on the on the feet with uh, the power of Stewart. Uh, and he, he he got a lot of success with it. He got uh, Stewart in a in a very kind of a, a dominant position, uh, but he landed a couple of uh, illegal knees. One what got missed by the referee, but the second one absolutely uh, caught Stewart. Uh, Fair play to Darren. He wanted to carry on fighting. Um, he wanted to, to, to uh, keep going. But uh, when the doctor did the preliminary test, uh, he couldn't even walk straight. Uh, so the doctor ruled it off. Now, comparing this to last week's finish, uh, uh, me and Carl were a little bit confused why this uh, result was different to the one we got with uh, Petty Yan and Aljamain Sterling. Uh, but that was cleared up that it was because it was not halfway through the fight uh, and that there was uh, a lot less intention than there was with uh, Petty Yang. Um, it was declared a no contest. Uh, Carlos, what did you think of it? I think the decision were a correct decision. Uh, can take it away from last week's event. The looking at in a ball situation, a title fight to start and a fight to a fight that, not another event. Which is not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm not saying it's, um, it should be looked at any differently, but yeah, the, the decision was right, it wasn't intentional, you can see he didn't, mean it was literally in the heat of the moment, and it wasn't as blatant as Petty Hans were last week, so mm -hmm. I can understand the decision of what the doctor had, but as well going on to it, when the doctors asked him to if he wanted to continue and Herb Dean was sort of pushing in for an answer. You, you know what Herb Dean's like, he's always got the best interest for the fighters, but he's been around the UFC for so long now, he'd rather a fighter say, yeah, I can fight and continue. And mm -hmm. where the doctor's not, he don't, the doctor doesn't give a shit about our entertainment, he just cares about the fighter's health and yeah, when the physician yeah. makes a decision to make a call to stop the fire, he's looking at that fire and obviously when Darren started walking forward, yeah, he wasn't walking straight, but for me, he was studying sports and exercise science and doing um, biomechanics. I guarantee if I was to put money on it, the, refer uh, the, the physician stopped the fire because Darren said the sign of his envelope to now as a doctor, you've got to look at that as, oh, he's a talking time. Yeah, you've got to talk about sign of his envelope, could be concussion, could be... Hopefully not, and it probably will be not, but the doctors there always think of the worst of the worst, and you never know, brain hemorrhages are real, so that's what he's there, that's what his job is there to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
at the end of the day, nobody was any uh, more disappointed than Darren was. He obviously didn't want to go out uh, like this. Uh, but it, it happens, unfortunately. This is this is not uh, ballet. They're not playing about in here. And unfortunately, things like this happen. Uh, the good thing is that... Uh, uh, that the referee realised that it, the intention was not there. It was just the heat of the moment kind of thing. Uh, but let's go into the second part. And we had uh, Mateus Nicolau taking on Manel Cape. Uh, for me, this was probably the uh, the, the closest part on the, on the main card. Uh, first round was very much uh, in favour of Nicolau using his... Uh, his Way, way superior grappling. Uh, was able to really control uh, Cape. Um, uh, when he got, when he did get to his feet, Cape was was throwing a lot of shots which just didn't land in time. Uh, and and uh, Nicola was able to to really kind of control and dominate this first round. But then coming down into the second round, it was it was totally a, 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 a far too hard. Uh, Cape sort of landed a lot more shots, and every time he landed, he hurt Nicolau. Um, there was a, the uh, the overhand hook and the uppercut, which looked like he may finish the fight. Um, Nicolau was able to to basically recover um, and 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 drag his way into the third round, uh, which which the judges ended up giving Nick, uh, Nicolau now this third round. Um, it could have gone out of the way. Nicola was throwing more shots. Um, I, I think when Cape landed, he did the more damage. He got uh, he got um, Nicola to the ground more, but he just wasn't willing to engage him on the ground at all. Fair play, I wouldn't want to engage him because uh, the guy's uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, is elite level. Um, but I think uh, Nicola just did enough to, on in uh, the judges eyes to to eke out uh, the the result and and that showed on on the judges cards uh, um, two judges to one giving it a uh, 29 28 to Nicola yeah I can agree uh, I didn't put 100 percent of focus on this fight I was you know me I was scrolling through social media <laughs> uh, at the same time but looking at the fight it was a it was a good decision, Nico. You can tell he uh, he had more of the fire in this fight, and he was pushing the the pace when he could to the best as he, he possibly could. But then, yeah, obviously going into the third round, it was such a close fight where anyone could have took it, and Nico did do did do enough to push it, especially in that third round. And to come in to make your debut for the UFC and get a decision win in a very Close part, but a very entertaining part is a good way. I know a lot of people say, Oh, decisions are boring, blah blah, but it wasn't a boring fight. It was literally from start to finish, throwing, throwing punches. Uh, so yeah, it was very entertaining. A full 15 minutes of a, a good action packed fight, but mm-hmm. going for Kate, you've you've got to, he's a good fighter, don't get me wrong, but his sort of fighting style seems to be sort of. A scrapping sort of style, and he's. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Zero and two now in the UFC. He's lost his, his two fights now, which, which is not. I know it's hard saying it because it's it's the UFC, it's the best organization in the world. But when you usually start on a losing streak, it usually ends on a losing streak, yeah. and that's when you start getting cut. And, and it's UFC are in this kind of period where uh, they're looking to cut absolutely anyone. I mean, we watched uh, Megan Anderson literally take on the very best woman's fighter uh, in Amanda Nunes last week, two days later, she's cut from the UFC. Yeah. Um, so it can happen to anybody. And if you uh, uh, have never won in, in the octagon and have uh, got a, a negative uh, win-loss record, then, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely uh, neck is on the chopping block. Yeah, definitely. And it's, maybe they need to change a couple of stuff up, maybe changing it to a different coach or change his, uh, his fighting style or maybe it's just the, easy, the way his training method is. Maybe he trains too much and he, I don't know, he, he can't figure in to, to learn anything new because he's got his, his head caught in so many different stuff. And mm-hmm. It's a common thing in this day and age with athletes that are always looking to find that next edge over the opponents and that's why mixed martial arts is a growing sport it's taking over everything else. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, got a comment from uh, our friends, uh, uh, Conrad over at Everything Pro Wrestling, uh, giving us a shout out. We uh, we appreciate you, Conrad. Thank you for for watching along. Um, let's go into uh, the the third round on, on the on the card, and again another English uh, fighter, Davy Grant. Uh, had a, this was. Yeah, had a, a bit of a tumultuous time in the UFC, kind of a, a topsy turvy uh, trading wins and losses, but uh, Jesus Christ. This was a, a, a really entertaining fight. Um, the, these guys wanted to just kick the shit out of each other's legs for the first round. Um, just absolutely throwing uh, loads of different combinations. Inside leg kicks, outside leg kicks, head kicks, uh, oblique kicks. Um, Grant really, for me, was really impressive with how dynamic he was with his, with his kicks. Uh, but Martinez is is the the better kickboxer, and he threw quite a few uh, uh, big headshots that that could have caused Grant uh, a lot of damage. 
Um, but what Grant started doing to kind of counter that was throwing a lot of uh, spinning kicks. Um, all of them missed, but at least it, it was like showing that uh, that kind of uh, dynamic range that he's got. Um, when it comes to throwing punches, I think Mar- uh, Martinez had the better of the first round, uh, landing uh, more jabs and, and more uh, looping left hands than uh, than Grant did. Um, coming into the second, Grant started uh, really aggressively, and you could tell he he, he found his range with his, with his punches. Uh, he attempted uh, quite a few big shots, um, and Martinez was uh, was able to to counter a couple of times. But every time um, uh, Grant was landing, it was uh, stunning Martinez, and um, he he was uh, following him up though with the beautiful kind of like uh, punch punch kick combo, which is it's classic in MMA, but it, it works so well. And Grant was uh, was landing that uh, pretty much as and when he wanted to, and then he threw the the big uh, left hook that, that took Martinez down. Absolutely drops him. Um, follows up with one one uh, um, hammer fist, and and the referee pulls him off. Uh, and now uh, David Grant is is now got a positive uh, record. I think that was his third straight win, and yeah, he's a a real kind of a signature finish for him. Definitely, it's good to always have a a countryman on the card, and especially getting a win and. With him being in the UFC for a bit now, and like you say, being on a win-lose record, and now getting a couple in the win, keeping it consistent, mm-hmm. especially that bantamweight division with not a lot going on at the moment, to then just the top couple of names popping up all the time, and then Hemsudo is now out there. You saw the testing poll; he left that yesterday, so he now is not eligible to fight for the UFC unless he test gets back into the pool. And then he has to wait six months for it. He has, yeah, he has to wait six months, but the Brock Lesnar. So <laughs> yeah, it's, so yeah, but yeah, he has to. He does have to wait six months if he were to get back into the testing pool. So now he's definitely out of the picture. But then we've got the all the the shit with what happened last week of the the controversy with the knee and the Sterling. But I'm sure, we'll get onto that in our next couple of parts. Yeah, um, let's go into the featherweight division then. Uh, Mark Beltran, my god, I love this ref. He's got the best mustache in, in the whole of the world, never mind than just MMA. But he was so excited for, for this part, the way he screams so loud for the fighters to, to get ready. And he needed a bother because uh, Dan Aggie took 22 seconds to knock out Gavin Tucker. Well, if you if you ask DC or Bisping, they're gonna argue with you. Three or six seconds. Yeah, well, it was it was definitely <laughs> twenty two. Uh, but he only threw one punch, and that one punch landed clean to the chin, and Tucker was absolutely spark out. This was a, a walk away knockout, very much like a, almost a ghost punch. He was a uh, it was Tucker who was actually coming in uh, uh, for for the attack. And and Dan Aggie just dropped him. Um, great victory, and Dan Aggie's now got seven and two in in the featherweight division, and uh, he's definitely must be knocking on that door for a title match pretty soon. Well, it's definitely knocked on Dana's door for that bonus. Fifty k, Dan, fifty k Aggie. Definitely, you you can't say no to that. If you do, he's probably gonna punch you. Like I say, he's fresh, <laughs> so he's got the energy too. He's gonna knock you out. Uh, 
Like, it was a beautiful execution. He don't know if that were in a game plan. Don't know if that were just. He's going to probably say that his game plan. He's going to say that we we, mm-hmm. we plan to go out there and do that. But I'm sorry, not him. Uh, but yeah, he, what a what a game what a game plan to to go out there and and get a finish in the first round in 22 seconds with your first punch. Mm-hmm. The featherweight division that's one way to make a statement, and you can tell Dana White were impressed. But straight afterwards, Dana White were like either on his Twitter or his Instagram doing a live straight with Dan Aggie on it. And to be honest, with you, I don't blame him when you've got someone who's just knocked someone out like that 22 seconds in the UFC on television. You're going to give him some press. You'd be stupid not to. And who could possibly fight next in that division? There is a couple of good names. Who would you like to see fight next? Mm, I don't know. I mean, is is a win over Gavin Tucker impressive enough to give him top five? Um, the, I went to say so. The, you can tell he's a, he's a finisher. He's got power in, the, he's got power in his hands. Yeah, I, I understand that, but uh, you're not talking elite level, elite level fighters, and, and Dan Aguirre has had bigger names and and fought harder people than than this. I would have said. I'd like to see him try and get that win back against Kelvin Katar. See, see what, see what that works out for him. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, he's probably going to be ranked fairly close to to. Um, uh, Calvin now, um, maybe someone like uh, Kareem Zombie almost because I think Kareem Zombie's last fight did he lose to Brian Ortega? Um, oh right, yeah, or well, T City Ortega that could be a. Mm. I say a couple. I say there's names for him in that division, so these scope to to move and get close to hopefully get close to Volkov, but it's it's one of them. It's one of them divisions now that's slowly turning into. A, set of killers especially when you get into the top five mm-hmm. get into the top ten you, you you started to push it but when you're in that top five you you know you're you're in that top five they, that's when you the fighting and the skill really starts yeah well um it, volkanovsky has got brian ortega in, uh, in a couple of weeks i think um so he may want to just hold on to to see what happens in that could well be or if he's uh don't see press day in the morning. Get definitely get a title shot. Try and get one of these bigger names. Get a win, and the the, the next title shot will be yours. Especially if the title's getting defended in a short period of time. Um, just, just looking up these uh, oh, these featherweight rankings now, and uh, Max is uh, not going to fight sorted. Uh, Korean Zombie hasn't. Calvin Qatar hasn't. Uh, you get. Uh, lower down the card, you've got Edson Barboza in seventh. He's got Shane Burgos coming up. Uh, Cub Swanson's got J.K. Chikadze. Uh, Arnold Allen, who's rounding out the top ten, has got Sadiq Yusuf. So um, the options aren't really there for him just yet. Uh, but over the like the next month or so, uh, I'm sure that that division is going to settle itself out and. And we'll see where Dan Hardy lies in that. Yeah, well, they say because he's gonna his next fight's not going to be a title shot. Cause the person who's probably going to have a title shot after Ortega is probably going to be Max, just for the work he did against Qatar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I'd, I'd put money on it. It's going to be Qatar. I'd put if I was to put money on it. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Uh, so let's get into this core main event um, and another first round finish. Um, Misha uh, Shirkinov 
must be uh, worrying about uh, how is uh, how is UFC contracts uh, going to be coming up. Uh, taking on Ryan Spam, um, I, th- I thought that um, we should start with fairly bright. Uh, he uh, he threw threw a, a really decent head kick. Uh, tried to to kind of grapple with with Spam, but Spam was just just too strong for him and just was able to push him off at will. We got a little bit of a break in the action when uh, when uh, Misha give uh, Span a good old dick kick, uh, but he recovers and absolutely destroys him for doing so. Um, landed a, a huge right hand. He uh, certain off went down. He actually recovered from that, which I w- was really really shocked with. He was he was taking an absolute pounding and uh, Ryan Span just let him get back up. To drop him again, brilliantly played, uh, landed the the follow ups, and and the fight was finished. Yeah, he's again another person who's making his debut, another person who's made a a, a good statement, mm-hmm. especially in the light heavyweight division uh, title that's just recently been defended. Got eyes on that division with it being so freshly defended, and yeah, like I say, he uh, right sort of. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it were just first round nerves or first fight nerves, but yeah, he, he did seem to start a bit slower. And it, if you were to look at it initially from the start, you'd think maybe he's going to lose his fight. Mm-hmm. And then he turned it on, like getting after the, the first couple of minutes of the fight, the first round going, he started to turn his own pace up and started to work it as he wanted to. And yeah, the, the finish man was was unreal from a person who's making his debut. He's got a if he carries on like that, he's definitely got a bright future in that light heavyweight division. Yeah, I think he's only a young young guy as well. He's not he's not really old, and you could tell it, it meant a lot to him because he was uh he was so emotional after the fight. Yeah, and that's I love to see that. But I'm, I know I've just said about Denagi going up and basically getting a big shot, but that's that's a different name. But with this guy, you've got to, well, I like to look at him differently and always think maybe what could happen if you don't push him too fast. Because obviously we know what happens if you push him too fast, but we've had that happen time and time again. They, they lose, they lose the confidence and next thing you know, it'd be you're getting caught and fighting for one, Bellator or PF, uh, PFL or all the other promotions out there and they don't ever get that real chance to shine. And Tom uh, Aspinall, uh, Darren Till's, uh, training partner who's fighting pretty soon, I think. I like his attitude. He's in the heavyweight division now. He knows that in that top ten division, that top five, he's there's a absolute killer's row in front of you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't bring your A game every single fight, you're never going to get a title shot. And if they were to have Ryan sort of take his time and not pick his fights, because a lot of people say, oh, you're just picking your fights. You, you, you're not, in a sense, picking your fights for the easiest fight. You, you're picking the fights for which best suits you if you win. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah, that might not be the easiest fight. You're in the UFC. If, you, if you're trying to look for an easy fight, you, you shouldn't be in that organisation. But, yeah, I can understand from a, a business sort of point of view, what fight do you pick that moves you up in the next spot? But then also you've got to look at it as, you don't want too big of a name, whereas, yeah, oh shit, I'm gonna, I might lose this fight. I'm losing confidence already, so mm-hmm. how's that going to work? Yeah. Because if you do beat him and you're already thinking that, it's going to be worse next time when you're fighting someone who's doubly the, the opponent's rank you've just fought. So, 
yeah, I think I'd like Ryan to just chill out and take his time in that division because I don't think Han's going anywhere anytime soon. No, and and it's this is really two fighters on totally different paths. I mean, uh, it wasn't long where uh, long ago that uh, Misha was looked at as maybe a potential um, title contender. Almost, it was it, it was certainly in the mix, and then a couple of bad results, and he's uh he's dropping down the rankings where Ryan Span has picked up some some really decent wins and he's climbing the ranking. So, yeah, I, I think I agree with you that he, uh, he doesn't want to jump too far ahead. This is a, a, a disgustingly killer division and the last thing you want to do is, is kind of learn to uh, run before you can walk. Definitely. So let's get into the main event. Uh, Leon Edwards. <laughs> wow. Um, I just feel so bad for him. He, this is a guy who sat on the sidelines trying to wait to see how this welterweight division uh, pans out. Um, was promised title match after title match after title match. Sat on the on the sides, saw other people get the shots that he was uh, sp- uh, supposed to get because of COVID and, and not being available. Um, saw that people were just not uh, willing to fight him. So his fights were getting cancelled left, right and centre. See his fighters dropping out of, of fights and getting last-minute uh, uh, replacements. And, and Bilal Mohammed was was one of them. I think he only fought a month ago, maybe. Mm, um, not that long ago. And he's, uh, he took the took the fight on very, very short notice. But as I said to Carlos uh, uh, before we started watching, that I suspect that, that Edwards may have a little bit of rust because it's been a long time since he's actually fought, uh, whereas Bilal really look fresh in, uh, mm. from his fight earlier. Um, but to be fair, uh, I was absolutely wrong. And, and uh, Lane Edwards is, in the first round was absolutely dominant. Every shot was on point. He was really hurting uh, Bilal Mohammed. Uh, rocked him a couple of times. There was a, a, a brilliant shin to head kick. Uh, which uh, just made um, Bilal's legs look like absolute jelly. Um, it's a bit weird that uh, Edwards didn't follow up with uh, some big shots. Uh, Mohammed was able to avoid the ones that Edwards did throw and, and cleared the cobwebs. But then Edwards went in and, and uh, tried to grapple against the cage, um, which I thought was the, the wrong decision. If you've got a, a wounded opponent like that, you're going for the kill. Uh, and Edwards just didn't seem to do. Um, this gave uh, Bilal plenty of time to 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 gather his thoughts and, and get his head back in the game. Uh, and he was he was able to land a, a fair few shots of his own coming to the end of the end of the uh, first round. Uh, but I still thought that that was a, an easy victory, uh, ten down for for Edwards in that round. But the one kind of like factor that, that played into the, the fight was he got warned by uh, by Herb Dean for, for our poking, uh, told to keep his fingers clear uh, and unfortunately he didn't and then we're coming to the early parts of the of the second round and Edwards, uh, it looked to me like he'd, he'd gone for a, a, a jab but he actually went and, and basically raked his fingers right into the eyes of, of Mohammed. I don't think intentional um, but the fact is, uh, Mohammed went down straight away. Mm. The guy was in severe pain. Um, we 
we saw that there was a lot of um, kind of backlash about Al Jermaine and calling him an actor uh, and 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 saying he played on it. I for for one second do not believe that Bilal yeah, was, was acting. Yeah, if you think he were acting, honestly, it's got to be class on human anatomy. Yeah. just how the eye works. He was he couldn't open the eye. The eye swelled up instantly. He couldn't see out of it. He was he was he was devastated. He was crying in pain. It mm. was that hurt. Um, he. Unfortunately, the doctor had to, to to call the fight off, and again, pretty much like the the beginning of the main card, because of how short the the fight had gone, and he hadn't gone past the halfway stage, it's counted as a as a, a no contest. So poor for 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 both of them really, because Mohammed really wanted to to take Edwards' spot as a title contender, and Edwards was really in prime position. To be the next person to face Kamara Usman, and now it's it's definitely all up in the air again. Um, yeah, it's, it couldn't have gone any worse for for Leon Edwards, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, no victory for Aaron. Well, at least Usman gets a bit more of a break. I bet he's happy about it. I'm gonna say how it is because I believe this is how it, this is how it should be. I don't I don't really give a fuck if I if I upset anyone with the way I say it. Even though Leon comes from England and I wanted him to win, I don't believe that should have been rules in no contest. He had a bad habit through the fight of sticking mm-hmm. his sticking his fingers out. Now he's heard me as a good referee, and I do believe he's a good referee. I do believe he missed a lot of the outstretched fingers of Leon Edwards and he were doing that constantly. So to rule that as accidental, that's a bit of a piss take because it were only a matter of time before he got poked in the eye and yeah. inevitably um how he got poked in the eye and straight away the eye were bleeding and the, the doctor, I don't understand why again Herb Dean was pushing him for well not in a way but pushing him to basically say, Yeah, no, nah, he's right, let him continue. Because if I were that doctor, I don't know why the doctor wasn't just saying, nah, he can't fight straight to it. Because if I was that position and I was seeing that, I, I would have stopped the fight. Because the eye was closed, his reaction straight away, he started swelling, there was blood already coming from the eye. He could have been a damaged retina there, you never know. And then what's the point, if there's already damage there, for you as a doctor to say, yeah, well, I don't know, uh, maybe it's up to the fighter. That's a shitty doctor out there, because you let that fighter go back out and Leon Edwards jabs him a couple more times and hits him a good couple yeah. of times in that eye. Poked him in the other yeah. eye. He's going to end up, well, as well as Paul, yeah, he's poked him in the other eye, continuing to do the same, the the poor bad habit that he's got of of outstretching his fingers. Maybe this, this, this here, this sellotape, sellotape your, your hands shut so your muscle memory stays like that. A lot of fighters, if you can't, if you can't keep your fingers like that, sellotape them shut so your muscle memory, because again, you, you, to look at Mohammed, you, you, a lot of people don't look at it as serious as it is, but Mohammed could have lost an eye. We don't know the, the damage he's done yet. He still could I'm have sure. potential damage to that eye. The retina could have been damaged. Look at Bispin. Bispin's one of the biggest the, the biggest stars and the biggest name in the sport who's literally... He's got a fake eye, man, through the fact that he got damaged. And yeah, people can say through steroids or whatever, but there's still initial saving. The, dam, the eye got damaged. And he lost it, and it's the same for any other fight, whether that being a, a, a punch in the eye or a poke in the eye. And that poke was horrible. It went deep in, and yeah, to say that was an accidental, no, I believe that should have been a no contest, uh, a, a disqualification. And I do believe Mohammed should have won that fire disqualification because it were inevitable. It was going to happen. And, uh, mm-hmm. 
it was going to happen in, like, in, either in the first round or the fourth round. Mohamed would have got bought, and if that fact did got continued or was allowed to get continued, I guarantee he would have been bought a couple more times just because of the, the bad habit Leon Edwards is showing of the outreach fingers. And like you were saying, whether that be in ring rust or because he hasn't been in there in time and he's just picked up this sort of stuff in in the gym and his coaches and sparring partners haven't haven't picked up on it or haven't told him enough about it. He's it's just built in. It's like picking picking up shit habits when you're driving. If no one tells you about it, you're gonna well, this is all right to do. Mm-hmm. It's just human at the end of the day. Not shitting on him, it's just human, but the, the issue is though that he was pulled on it in the first round. And he still carried yeah, on. Yeah, but then that's my point. So if he was already pulled on it, how can you put it as accidentally or an app? It wasn't accidentally. If you can, if you pull a fighter for doing something, and then he that that initially ends the fight because it's so bad. How can you say that were accidental? You just have to you, you have to tell him in the previous round to stop doing it. And fair enough, he didn't poke him in 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 the eye, but he, he was still outreaching his fingers. Now <laughs> I'm not biased. He's he's one of our countrymen. And I believe that should have been a disqualification. It's, I'll say how it is, simple. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, got a couple of messages here from uh, my Radio Techers uh, brother from another mother, uh, Mr. Tanner Pruitt, the Texas gentleman, uh, saying hello, fellas. And then uh, loving the fact that you used uh, a roll of sellotape as the prop and uh, <laughs> making sure he puts his pen back because his mum will kick his ass otherwise. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for, for your comments, Tanner, and I appreciate the love. Um, let's let's look forward to next uh, next week's... Um, before we even look forward to that, uh, Rance Morris, a.k.a. Ray Cash, um, the, the little fish saying that I suck. Do you know what, Rance? So does Roman Reigns. Um, let's look forward to next week's show. Uh, another fight now, um, and it's not there's not as many big names on this fight, but we've seen plenty of times over the last year or so that these smaller cards yeah, have, a the more, cards. have a lot more have a lot more fun action on, on it. Um, so the three big fights on it is uh, Tata Vassa taking on Don Tyler Mayers in the heavyweight division. Um, then we've in the lightweight division we've got Gregor Gillespie uh, taking on Brad Riddell. And then the main event, Kevin Holland, is uh, is this his first fight in 2021 after four fights in 2020, taking on Derek Brunson. I tell you what, after if he if he wins that, he's title shot speaking there. Like, I don't know about don't know about anything else. And uh, another comment by uh, Ray, and he's backtracking on his terrific <laughs> words of of Mag sucks. Uh, we will love you guys. And you know what, Ray? No, I don't accept that as an apology, sir. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much us for for today. So uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Uh, follow Five Rounds on all those social media platforms. Uh, make sure you check out all the networks uh, that uh, graciously provide us a, a platform to put this content out for you. Uh, that's shooting the sports ish, that's chair shot, and that is Visionaries Global Media. Definitely follow Carlos at Kirk underscore Carlos. He needs some uh, Twitter love. And uh, some friends. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirkby. But um, that is pretty much the end. Carlos, 
Adios, amigos. See you later, guys. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.